0: Welcome to the Binger Bomb podcast with Ellen Sherman and Gillian Gordon. Hey, welcome to our Valentine's show. Very special show. Episode 13. Uh, oh, 13's lucky in some countries. No,
1: exactly. 13 is very lucky. And, and isn't it Taylor Swift's lucky number? I think oh, 13? I don't
0: know. Yes, but anyway, yes. as far as we're concerned, it's super lucky because we've got a really interesting, really kind of unusual, I would say, selection of shows. Oh, which you could consider romantic or not so romantic, you know, it, but it, certainly they're all about love.
1: Exactly. They're all about love in all its iterations, sort of destructive, constructive, and anywhere in between. And we have Landscapers, which is on HBO Max and is an English. It's kind of a tragedy and a comedy in the same breath. We also have Alpha Males, which is from Spain, and it's on Netflix. And Normal People, which is from Ireland and also
0: on Netflix. First up? Landscapers.
1: Landscapers is, for me, was a really bizarre hybrid that either you will love or you'll hate, because it's based on a true story of an outwardly normal couple Susan and Christopher Edwards. And when the series opens, we find them struggling to make ends meet in France where Susan, a rabid cinephile, is using the very last of their money to buy movie posters from iconic movies that she loves like High Noon, where the heroine is saved by the quiet hero. And for her, Christopher is that hero we will discover that years earlier christopher had buried susan's parents in the backyard hence why they have fled to france after what we will uh they will later recount was an unfortunate accident susan's mother had killed susan's father at that time in retaliation for his abuse of susan years before or so they say or so they say we will we don't really know even at the end we don't really know but then Susan had killed her mother as retribution for the mothers having ignored and blamed Susan for Susan's own abuse. And Susan's husband had politely supported his wife by burying her dead parents in the tiny back row. When they, in the first episode, politely tell English police that they will turn themselves in after all this time, it's been 15 years, and tell their, to them, perfectly normal story. Except for the tiny little fact that we're going to discover Susan stood to inherit and did inherit quite a bit of money from her parents when they died, money she has lived on for nearly two decades.
0: They pretended that they were still alive and sent Christmas cards and notes. And when people would turn up, they would say, oh, well, they're on holiday. And the, 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 the parents being very much to themselves. The the neighbors never knew, so they collected their pensions for all those
1: years. Right. So it wasn't only their sort of. Uh, I think it was some kind of insurance policy, but they did. They did. They they collected money. They stood to collect money. Is really what the bottom oh, line oh, was. About yeah.
0: three hundred thousand pounds.
1: And it is both cinematic and theatrical at the same time, because sometimes the screen turns black and white, uh, framing the characters like old time movie stars. which is something that Susan is enamored of. Then there are some uh, choices where it's very movie oriented. The director will hold a shot, which becomes framed in black and they pull back. And then all of a sudden, sometimes there's staging where it appears as if they're in a play. And uh, then there's times when all of a sudden it becomes kind of a lurid TV drama. The the screen will be soaked in red, uh, for instance, when uh, they show the uh, their recounting of what happened uh, when the parents died. I found it really interesting for the first two episodes, but after that, they wound up repeating themselves, I found. And, uh, you know, it started to wear on me. What did you think?
0: We, you know, we have Susan, and played unbelievably by Olivia Coleman, who we all love. Which is yeah, uh, half, half of why you should watch this series. Uh, and then her husband is played by David Thewlis. Again, uh, an actor that is incomparable, I think. Yet you have a story that is very ordinary and very simple. So I think the filmmakers decided well, we can't make a feature film because nobody seems to want to make feature films anymore. So let's do a four-part series. But they did run out of steam after mm, two. Yeah. And and they, and they do some really interesting stuff. They literally break the fourth wall. Yes, they do. Right? The, they pull back the camera. They show us the soundstage with the actors. Mm-hmm.
1: You really don't know what's in their mind, what their
0: motivations were, what's reality and what's fiction. They decided... To not take a position on what mm. the real truth is, exactly, yeah, and I think that's actually really refreshing. But they were
1: living; the, it's kind of we live in their reality,
0: yeah. They're which destructive. Is, yes, which is
1: very skewed because even between the two of them, they're not really being honest. There's one scene uh, in episode uh, one where there she's watching High Noon, mm-hmm. and you see her all of a sudden. The screen turns to black and white, and you see her face, which is is reflects the flicker of the screen mm-hmm. of the movie. And you see you almost see Grace Kelly sort of emerging from her face she's only, you know. Well, <laughs> yes. And you see how she's seeing the hero, which to her is her husband. This yeah. is what she has constructed.
0: I think the thing that I also thought was the the work of a fine uh, director um, was this incredible love. Well, this is this is why it's our Valentine's feel. Day show. Yeah
1: it is an instrument for showing a certain kind of love and show to some degree these are two incredibly damaged people who find each other and create their own reality
0: mm-hmm. but ultimately 4 hours of it it yeah, just out, I, you know wasn't
1: it? no it's, it was absolutely too much they could have at least cut it down by one episode if not two i think it could have been 3 and that would be would have been fine well at the end of the day what are we going to do binge or bomb
0: for you i would say no don't but on the other hand if you want to see some Really interesting. A really interesting attempt to tell a story in a different way. Then watch it. Binge two. Bomb two. (laughs) For me, it's a binge, but
1: a cautious binge.
0: Next up, the Irish drama, Normal People. Normal People is really a love story. It's based on the novel by Sally Rooney, which I know many people are loyal to. I have not read it, so I can't compare. So the series follows the on again, off again relationship between Marianne Sheridan, who's played by Daisy Edgar Jones. I don't know if you're familiar with Daisy Edgar Jones, absolutely yeah. fantastic well she,
1: she did, uh, you know, that Where the Crawdads Where the Crawdads sang yeah.
0: And Conal Waldron, who is her classmate, Paul played by Paul Mescal. And Paul... Was just nominated for an Academy yeah. Award for After Sun, which, if you haven't seen, you should run out and see, I it have right to see it away. And it's a story about how they navigate adulthood from their final days in secondary school to their undergraduate years at Trinity College in Dublin. We follow the shifting balance of power in their relationship as they move from hometown to big city. So it's, it's a beautifully conceived and directed, almost too hot to handle Mm. in places. Edgar Jones, Daisy Edgar Jones, captures all of Marianne's intensity and acumen, her brittleness and her damage. And even before her backstory is revealed, you can see how and why she feels herself unlovable and where that fatal flaw might lead. Mescal, meanwhile, conveys all of Connell's intelligence, the shifting limits of his emotional maturity, the self-doubt and vitality. And and really, um, the kind of self-doubt, but also this incredible warmth that he has. Mm. He's, he's really a lovely guy. Because when we first meet them, Connell is the cool guy.
1: But without any money.
0: Without any money. As a matter of fact, his mother is uh, Marianne's mother's housekeeper. But he hangs out with a group of jerks. Mm. You can see he's embarrassed by them, but he doesn't actually tell them to back off. And she, meanwhile, of course, is smart, opinionated, a bit kind of geeky. They make a plan, though, however, to have sex. He doesn't want anybody to know. Um, But it's really good sex by high school standards. And they become really close. And she's afraid to tell him for a number of reasons that it hurts her that he doesn't even acknowledge her in mm. school. He walks right by her. Well,
1: she's, you know, she's kind of trying to put herself as being too cool to care about something like that. But, of course, she cares deeply about something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, and it's notable also, I would say, that the sex scenes in Normal People are amazing. These sex scenes are the best sex scenes I've seen on television. They're not this sort of perfunctory kind of hide this, hide that stuff. You, you know, They're I, sensual. Yeah. They're beautiful.
1: There's a a realism to them, and I think this person had pointed out that you don't often see people go through the clumsy act of undressing, the actual end of this. Mm -hmm. They kiss, and then all of a sudden they're like lying their beautiful bodies on a couch. This was like they have to pull their pants off and they have to get the sweaters off, and it gave a reality to the awkwardness and the kind of, you know, what really happens.
0: I mean, it has to be said that some of the show's really most intimate moments are, are really involved in no physical contact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in one episode, Connell struggles, he's struggling with depression. Is this is when he's at university. And Marianne tries to help him from a distance. She's been studying abroad in Sweden. And in this scene, she watches him fall asleep through her laptop. Mm. You know, and, and the romance of one's first love is so well, special, isn't it?
1: Yeah. This is the person that you only wish that you had had. You know, as your first love, somebody that saw you,
0: saw you and helped you grow, except that his kind was too nice to have been my first love.
1: <laughs> well, I well, no no I know without the point that's, if we only wish that we would have been so healthy
0: as to yeah, have gone for some love. Then we find
1: out. I loved the fact that also as we went along in the episodes, you know, they do break up. Uh, they're alone for part of the time, but then they go with other people. She with a couple of guys we see, and him with one woman in particular, Helen.
0: It was very natural yeah, the how they came back really together. Well, yeah, it? at the heart of normal people. Is the message that people can change each other for the better? Connell may not start as such, but he grows into someone worthy of Marianne. And Marianne, in turn, grows. To understand her own worth.
1: Yeah. I mean, they do. It is really an example of two people that find the best in each other. And yeah. they also bring out the worst in each other to some degree. But they They're find like
0: siblings. In a yeah, way, they?
1: Yeah, yeah, they are like siblings yeah. in a way. I, I loved the last, you know, the last scene. Ultimately, they ultimately have to let each other go. Towards the end, you realize that they can still love each other and not necessarily be together. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and we don't know where that will go, but it, it, that's,
0: you know, that's an interesting. Yeah, it's it, I think it's a very it, it's a really, really strong piece. And I have not seen I had not seen anything in a long time that I felt so emotional about.
1: It's a perfect Valentine's Day. Perfect <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> really? I mean, you could not find anything more dear. Seriously, so binge it, right? Oh, definitely
0: binge. Big binge. Next up, Alpha Males or Machos Sunset Alpha, which is a Spanish show from Netflix.
1: I guess the conventional wisdom would be it's always funny to show men being sexist pigs. And lots of shows do display men as either inept, oversensitive baby men who contribute little to their relationships, or they, we find them portraying them in the well-worn po- uh, portrait of chauvinists who treat women like playboy bunnies. But in Alpha Males, we spend time with four guys who are as baffled about their place in society and in the lives of the women they love as anyone else. The series starts with four men in their 40s at what appears to be a consciousness-raising event to deconstruct toxic masculinity. And it is Mm -hmm. a tedious event for sure. And they are not there happily, but they are there because their lives are falling apart. Pedro, a handsome, successful network executive, has been fired from his job and replaced by a woman. And to make money to help pay for their grand new house, his girlfriend, Daniela, pragmatically embarks on what will soon to be a career as a successful influencer. But where does that leave Pedro now stay at home nobody? Santi is a soon-to-be-divorced dad, and his teen daughter, Alexa, has moved in with him and fled his volatile wife by staying with him, and she's taken over his Social life by launching him on a series of what will be disastrous Tinder dates. The third friend is a Raoul, a handsome restaurant owner with business problems, who has finally decided to bite the bullet and marry Lou's, uh, his smart girlfriend, a divorce lawyer with whom he's very much in love. But this lawyer knows all too well the pitfalls of monogamy and she announces to him just before he's about to ask her to marry him that she wants an open relationship, which will eventually work for her and not so much for him. And then there's Luis, a traffic policeman, and his wife, Esther. They have a marriage, two kids, seem to love each other, but they are totally bored with each other, especially sex, uh, sexually. Esther wants sex, and now uh, Luis, not so much. So all the men have challenges to their masculinity, and they are portrayed, you know, which I thought was very interesting, not so much as leftover macho pigs, but people struggling to fi- figure out what's expected of them and how they can reconcile that with what they think of themselves. And the creators are a brother-sister team, Alberto and Laura Caballero. And it's interesting because I think it was nice to have a man and a woman be in and charge she, of the I think show. she
0: directed all of it.
1: Yeah, I think she did. And I like the idea of having this man and woman team because it shows that they, they, they seem to display a true affection for both the uh, men and women in the series. Well, and also
0: I think that the the characters of the women are equally as well drawn mm-hmm. as the men i mean they're all clichés as far as i'm concerned but 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 they have even screen time don't they yeah
1: yeah no i think i i haven't gone into them as much as i did the men because mm-hmm. it is called alpha males but the women are for sure they're 50% of the 50% of the equation i was going to say that i do find i did find it to be a bit sitcom. There were silly situations and silly moments, and yet the silly moments, some of them rang weirdly true. You know, I don't think I've ever seen this on TV before when the married couple, Louise and Esther, trying to ramp up their sex life, use a vibrator, <laughs> which gets stuck in. One end of the astro will discuss it. Who has to ignore it because her grumpy kids have gotten up and she needs to put them to bed?
0: I mean, that's fun and it's it's different. And and I think there are other elements that are too. But what I thought is that they really miss doing something that was maybe a little more deconstructed, a little bit more modern. It felt a little really old-fashioned to me. I mean, I think like Pedro, for example, decides that to hell with that. He's going to go against the grain and and proclaims i'm machismo i am alpha male i'm you know and this is his way of attracting followers and beating out his partner well, but, the, at,
1: but that's what that, that i thought that was a yes it was a sitcom reaction his partner is an influencer which to me is already a ridiculous thing to be to begin with but she's a smart woman she's making money and he's kind of like flailing around. I mean, there's no, he doesn't really know how to make a living at this point. So I don't think he necessarily, we know he doesn't believe
0: what no, he's but, saying. Well, no, but that's, I'm not entirely sure. Because the thing is that when he decides to be machismo, he does it with irony. But on the other hand, it works because well, he knows how to be that person. But I
1: think, But I think that that is, I think that's a very clever and very modern look at the world of social media and and by the way i have to throw in that my one of my favorite characters was their housekeeper who is on her way to becoming a social media star oh my star. god recording
0: everything just, that throne. was fun. <laughs> yeah. that was really so funny there's little moments like that that said yeah.
1: these people are aware of how the world works i found them all each of them was to me slightly over the top but also real and also real in their in their friendship
0: You know, that part of it I thought was actually really charming. But Santi is actually, and he's the one that has. That's uh, the only one I thought was ridiculous. He, you know, he's the one that. Well, I see, I liked him a lot. Yeah, with the dates. I found the dates were absolutely ludicrous. He was actually the most believable character because I recognized him. You know, I recognized the divorcee who's got the kid who's trying to get them to go out to. I know, but I did.
1: But I think they ruined it. I think, yes, the situation, first of all, I thought the kid was a little over the top. I don't think 16-year-olds are necessarily loving to see their father go out and and screwing other women.
0: No, I think they do because they want to get them out of the house. Well, well,
1: she has her own love story or sex story going. (laughs) But I found making those women over the top, either pathetic or aggressive or anything, ruined that part of the
0: story for me. Because he was actually a more interesting actor than the people he had So they kind
1: of, I think that that was, to me, that was really an off note. And I kind of cringed every time he was going but to be look, set I mean,
0: up. For me, in the end, it doesn't merit that much conversation because I don't think it's strong enough. Interesting. It seems to be playing quite high up on the hit parade on Netflix. Yes, it does.
1: It seems to be up
0: there. I adored it. I
1: just thought it was, yeah, a really something we don't often see and a look at love and sex and men and women with some, for me, unusual takes on it and yet another interesting choice for Valentine's Day. So for me, it's a binge. <laughs> But for you,
0: Uh, it really didn't bring anything to the conversation. And it was the humor was just too broad for my taste. But uh, what the hell? (laughs) It was a bomb.
1: We're at the end of episode 13, and we hope we have given you three very different views on love, romance. Yeah, what
0: to do on Valentine's (laughs) Day.
1: I'm not sure this will put you out. Go out and kill (laughs) your
0: parents. That's a good idea.
1: Or have have great sex with somebody that's really attractive. Yeah, that's that's a a good good idea. Or just hang out with the guys. Right. Hang out with your buddies. You know, that might be the safest option. There's um, always that. Yes. So, happy Valentine's Day to one one and all.
0: Well, next time, what are we going to be doing? Well, on episode 14, we're going to be looking at a crazy, very funny Irish show called Dairy Girls. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen that one, oh, my God. Um, Three Pines, starring Alfred Molina, who we all adore, and Tokyo Vice. Really cool. Be in touch. Send us lots of notes and messages. And join us
1: and please do follow us on Instagram and check out the website because it's got uh, got a guide to really all our episodes and what we review. And it's a good way to check in and see which episodes that you really want to listen to. And don't
0: forget, we love you.
1: (laughs) And let's talk about it.